Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Border to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Get up. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. here on a Friday of the Wendy's Big Show. I'm Toby Altizer, Pro Football Hall of Famer alongside me, Leroy Butler and Adam Roberts here in the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Got a fun show coming up. Still got a fun show going on here. Got to talk about the Green Bay Packers more. We'll talk about who you keeping an eye on tonight? We'll talk with Ken Barkley coming up in just a little bit as well, and we'll get into some Brewers talk in that third hour, so make sure you keep it tuned here. Got an exciting day, Adam. It just is an exciting day to be in Wisconsin sports today. Indeed. We've got Packers football, Brewers baseball. If you're into wrestling, tonight will be a very big episode of well, Friday Night Smackdown. Well, you lost me on that. You lost me on that. I was Little ex- League I'm ex- World Series I'm going on. I'm excited about the Brewers. I'm excited about the Packers. You bring in wrestling and... Uh, Kids in Wyoming are hitting home runs with work gloves on. Did you see that? There's a kid on the. And I don't want to. Talent is talent. I don't want to talk little league all day, obviously. But I this do. kid from going. Wyoming, he's he's wearing like workman's gloves, like the yellow gloves you get from the hardware store, and he's hitting dingers out well past the fence into left field. Is he going to become the next kid? That one kid who's like, hi. My name is, I don't remember his name. Big Al, and I'm I Big hit Al, dingers. And I hit dingers. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Love it, love it. Talking about the Green Bay Packers, continue talking about them as they get underway in the preseason tonight against the 49ers. 
Which players are you keeping an eye on tonight in the game? 855-830-8648. You can give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. I think there's some pretty easy ones right away. Sometimes we, as media people, Leroy, we try to look Mm -hmm. and let's dive deep and let's pull the person that no one's thinking about. Oh, wow. Let's be honest. We're all thinking about the same couple of guys. Romeo Dobbs, one of those dudes. Yep. I think the rookies on the defensive side of the ball. And then the number one, Jordan Love. Right. I mean, I'm excited to see what he can look like because we haven't seen him in an extended look. I mentioned that with AR in the first hour. Like, we've seen him in spurts. You see him in a game against Kansas City. You thought last year would be a chance to see him in the whole preseason, then he gets hurt. So you haven't seen him for an extended period, so hopefully he can stay healthy this preseason. You get Mm -hmm. three full games, and you get to really see what he can look like against three different defenses in which he knows he's going to be the guy. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things. you got to look at quarterback. I mean, Jordan Love is – I mean, it's just so many – naming things you can do around this if he turns out to be a great player. But I think he should play three quarters. I mean, he needs to get really acclimated and play a lot this preseason. I don't want to see Aaron at all. I would, as a matter of fact, I would agree with Aaron. I think it's a waste of time for him to even be out there. You need to find out for the guy that you can depend on if something happens, and Jordan Love is that guy. I mean, you'll see a lot of 10 jerseys, uh, at Lambeau Field next week. People are starting to buy this kid's jersey because, you know, he's going to be the heir apparent. But if you if you say the quarterback, we understand that, and, and Romeo, because he's had one of the better, that's the name everybody keeps talking about. But he's going to also find out that when you're running around, when people can't tackle you, they can't bump and run you, you can't, all these splash plays, you got to do it against an opponent that's tackling now. It, it may be different. But to me, the uh, other than that, uh, I want to see uh, Newman at right tackle. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching him exclusively because if he can play tackle, they don't have to do any more shuffling. Mm-hmm. And this one game won't prove or that he can play it or can't play. It. I just want to see how he looks because he does have a different um, offensive line coach. Although Stenovich is the coordinator, but they have a new young man who is the offensive line coach. Could be a different philosophy there. So if they can give Jordan Love time, and then the offense may struggle a little bit. It really does because when you go from a, a playbook that was so heavy, Devontae Adams, uh, who I saw at the um, Hall of Fame game, um, I saw him there, him and Edgar Bennett. Um, so you, you're thinking, you know, we had, they almost had to rework the playbook a little bit because it was so um, wide receiver heavy. But then you, as you pointed out, Mercedes Lewis playing. I don't know if I would play him very much. I would want to see Josiah DeGuara, one of his biggest fans, just called up. So <laughs> I'll take Jake. Yeah, we need to see, and I want to see eighty-four out in space. I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see him blocking. I want to see can he get down the middle. You need a pass catching tight end, and that's wide open for him. Taylor, Tyler Davis, isn't it? Tyler Davis, yeah, yeah, both of those families. So if he can be your pass-catching guy to come in with the two-wide receiver, three-wide receiver set, okay, you're good. I still think that's a position, though, that they got to go out and find a veteran until Bobby can come back. I don't know, trade – people don't really trade during the trade no. period. is over Yeah, with. it's kind of over now. So that's over. I can let the Darren Waller thing go. I let that go. 
But it, they may be able to uh, – I bet they're still looking, though, to upgrade that position because you want a three-down tight end if you can find one. If, that would be great if you can find a guy because you're going to play one of the better tight ends. But he gets hurt a lot, the tight end for San Francisco. Kittle, yeah. yeah. Guy gets hurt a lot because he's always blocking and he's always doing – I mean, he does everything. Well, and that's some of the – perils of the job too if you're always getting in contact you're always playing physical yes that's what happened i mean look at debo as well someone that's dealt with injuries yeah. dude plays physical like a running back at yes. receiver and yes. he's not necessarily built for it look at travis kelsey dude stays healthy no. he'll block yeah. every now and then yeah but it's not like he's primarily blocking get running exactly well and look at even yeah. the one of the best tight ends of all time that just retired rob gronkowski yeah. dude was always getting injured because yep. he was Banged playing up. physical and yeah. getting hit and blocking and doing everything so i think with tyler davis and looking yeah. at what some of these guys doing i, I need a pass catching tight end i need someone right. and oh, so kelsey just, i took him in the, uh or is it that's third, the way to do second it. Second round, I think yeah. I took it in the second yeah. round. That's the way to do it, right there. We had a draft last. Was it? What the day is, man? Friday. Today's Friday. We had yeah. a draft Tuesday. I took him in the second round because he got no. He got no. One oh, he's one the number receiver. one dude now. He's getting all the oh, ball. Yeah. yeah. PPR. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And don't be in my mentions. Time I just took somebody else. Listen, because you know who I took first. Cooper Cup. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Stop <laughs> playing with me. Stop playing with me. I'm going to take my dude, Justin Jefferson. That's my boy, Justin yeah. Jefferson. I'll, you could keep yeah. Cooper Cup. I'll keep Justin Jefferson. You're going to take him with your first or second pick? He ain't gonna, he's not going to be in the second round. No, he won't. I'll probably have to take him yeah. in my first. But let me tell you, if I get that one of those early ones, I'm going with the Wisconsin boy, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah, that's a slam dunk. Oh, my. Yeah. He's a, he's going to be awesome again this year. And But if you – no, that's a good point because if you get Debo, he's going to score you eight touchdowns on the ground, maybe ten, and maybe like – Eight or nine in the air, and but some it was a young man. Uh, they they didn't get into a fight, but a disagreement because he wanted to take Aaron Jones really high. Ooh, I would take Jones high, but he's thinking that Quazilla gonna split with him. So if you can't get both of them, then no, I'll take me some Aaron Jones. They're gonna find ways gonna to get th- him the ball. They're gonna throw him the ball. They're That's gonna give him I the said. ball. Either they're gonna I hand it gonna... to him, they're gonna throw it to him. Yes. Aaron Jones getting the ball. Yes. He's going to get the ball 15, 20 yeah. times a game, no doubt. See, I wouldn't even play him tonight. I would no. just start A.J. Dillon. And I don't know how long I'd play Dillon either. Yeah. Because but Dillon, Dillon's in great shape, man. I, I agree. You but seen him? I, I totally agree. But at he's this great. point, you got Dexter Williams in there. I don't know what Kylan Hill – I don't think he's back yet. I hope Patrick Taylor's available. But Patrick Taylor, I'll let those two guys carry it. Up. Because I know yeah. I already know what the role is. If you want to get Dylan out there just to get some live game reps, that's fine. Yeah, then get him out. But I, I don't okay. want to see him a whole lot because, I mean, if one of those guys goes down – we don't talk about it a whole lot because we blame special teams. We talk about Rodgers. But yep. A.J. Dillon going down to that playoff game last year was huge. It really it changed the way that they it were was. running that offense because the first couple series, right down the field for Green Bay. Yep. And then after that, they just stalled. Uh, yeah. And part of that's because A.J. Dillon was out. So I think I don't I don't even need to see him either. Yeah, that's a good point. Which Packers players you keeping an eye on tonight against the 49ers? 855-830-8648. You can give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. More Packers talk on the Wendy's Big Show comes up next. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show on a Friday. Green Bay Packers get their preseason underway tonight against the San Francisco 49ers. We're talking with you guys about it. Which Packers players are you keeping an eye on tonight 
against the Niners. 855-830-8648. Give us a call there on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Talk about this. Ken Barkley comes up next segment. We'll talk about him with some of the odds in the preseason and some NFL win totals. But until then, we got plenty of room for you again. Give us a call, 855-830-8648. At Wendy's, you can get yourself a good strawberry frosty. Mm, strawberry frosties are so good. So rich and creamy. The straw is not going to cut it. Finishing one, well, it's going to take you a little while, so make sure you check your watch. Is it frosty time yet? These strawberry frosty t- treats are going fast, so when it's time for frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Get yourself a strawberry frosty at Wendy's today. Good way to celebrate football season back. Some strawberry frosties. That'll be a fun way to celebrate. Summer's winding down, so they're not going to be there much longer. Make sure you check out the strawberry frosties at Wendy's. Yeah, last time I gave you grief about you saying that summer's almost over. It's winding down, and I think you said that in like late July. But now, this morning at my other job, I started at 5 a.m., it was a little chilly out there this morning. I could good. see my breath a little bit. This is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of weather I need more of. I love this. I love this. Maybe it's fitting that the first unofficial day of the football season for Green Bay Packers fans would come on a day when you can see your own breath in August. This is perfect weather. This is what I could deal with year-round. I wish instead of the hot, hot days of summer, we could have this. And I wish instead of the cold, cold days of winter, we could have this year-round. I think you'd like Maine a lot, like northern New mm-hmm. England. Because it gets cold in winter, but if you're by the coast, especially like your Portland, Maine's, down into like sort of Rhode Island, New Hampshire, it doesn't get bitterly cold, I don't think. Now, someone will come in and be like, what do you mean? Last winter, we had four days, 20 below. But I think the coast does, in general, keep things a little warmer. 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Which players are you keeping an eye on tonight? Let's get out to Gerard in Delaware. Gerard, what's going on, man? Well, you guys complaining? You had 30 days of summer in Wisconsin. So <laughs> I'm, not I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm telling you, I love this weather. <laughs> but um, you know who's the guy that I really want to watch seriously? Coco. Yeah. snapper. Yeah. He's, he's, you got to see, I mean, this is, they cut the other guy. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be, this is a really important guy. And I want to, is, now do you guys have, is Wyatt going to play the defensive uh, first round pick? Because he was supposed to be in concussion protocol. Um, if he's play? I'm, if he's and, in protocol, because that just happened the other day, I'd assume no, actually. I completely forgot you know, about that. So you're, that, you're probably dead on the young guys. And, and um, what was I going to say? You know, Love's going to get his shot again. Mm-hmm. So this is third year. So if he, like Leroy said, I, I, I think he, it, it, it would be good if he played all three quarters. But he has to play with a good offensive line. I mean, I, I have to give him that, you know. But uh, that's what we're going to be looking at. But, the, you know, don't underestimate this. We, the, we had a lot of problems with the long snapper last year. So this is big. Well, and I this just want to really I, I want to see him take command. Uh, Jordan Love, that is. I want to see him take command of the offense. Love to see him get into maybe a two-minute drill and see him execute in that. I, I want to see him look like he's in control because that's not been the case when you've seen him at times when he's gotten on the field. He looks a little bit, fl- you know, flustered. It doesn't look well, he, quite comfortable out there. Did take you command. Notice, yeah, well, his feet, his feet weren't set half the time yeah. when he was throwing the ball. Dead on. So that's the key. And and Leroy would be the best at picking up on that and seeing that because, you know. And I just want to tell Leroy, 
that I was watching a NFL film on Reggie White from the beginning when he was in Philadelphia to when he was in Carolina. And they were showing oh, every year when he got older, they were saying how he was, you know, getting older and he still had 16 sacks a year. But anyway, every time when he was with Green Bay, not every time, but most of the time when Reggie was sacking somebody, Leroy was right there. So Reggie stole how many sacks from Leroy? That's that's yeah, that is true. That is true. I, he stepped out of the studio, so I'll make sure to relay that message. But Gerard, appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight on the Van Horn Direct toll free talk line. You want to give us a call? Which players are you keeping an eye out for tonight against the Forty ers I don't know, and I want to talk with Leroy about this in just a little bit, and he'll be back with us just in a few minutes. He's got something going on. But I want to see these linebackers. I I don't know that it's a specific guy, whether it's Walker, whether it's Barnes. you got a running quarterback tonight. I don't know how long Trey Lance is going to play. I'd assume you're going to get a decent look at him, whether it's you know just even just a quarter. But I would think that you're going to get at least a quarter, maybe half of him. So you're going to get a decent look at him. I want to see some discipline out of this defense. I want to see disciplined play from the linebackers in particular. You know, you talk about how are you going to stop the run game, and Leroy mentioned that in the first hour, and that's true. They run that outside zone scheme. You got to come up and really press against those linemen to prevent them from getting downfield to those linebackers. So that's important. But also, I want to see them stay disciplined. Don't let Trey Lance get out of the pocket. Don't let Trey Lance start running free in the secondary. When they run their play-action stuff, make sure you stay disciplined. And I think that's something that's important, too, for this defense is being disciplined. Because if they play disciplined football throughout the season, and I know that it's not going to be a majority of the starters playing tonight, but if you can play disciplined football with all the talent that you have on this defense— if you play disciplined, you should have a really good chance against pretty much every team you go out there against. The problem is sometimes you get these defenses that fly around and they make all these different plays and they've got loads and loads of talent, but they don't play with the discipline that you need to be an effective defense. And in turn, you end up seeing them get carved up. I think of a defense like the Dallas Cowboys at times where I don't know that you'd say their secondary plays the most disciplined football. So sure, Trayvon Diggs comes up with big plays all the time. But is he actually one of the best cornerbacks in the league? I don't think so because he doesn't actually generally shut down the other team's best player. He's just playing the ball a little bit more. And sometimes it results in big plays for the Cowboys. And then a lot of times it results in big plays for the other team. That's why he gave up the most yards of anybody last year at corner. So I think with this defense for the Packers, discipline, especially against running quarterbacks, discipline. And if they play disciplined football, I think you'll see them be one of the top defenses in the league, and I think you're going to get a good example of if they're going to be a disciplined unit tonight. Even though the starters aren't playing, you'll get to see some of these linebackers up against their running quarterback and Trey Lance. Can they stay with their keys, doing what they need to do? And if they do that, I think they'll be fine tonight. I'm excited to see what they can do against Trey Lance and the Niners tonight. 855-830-8648. Let's get out to Chris in Brookfield. Chris, what's going on? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Chris? Good. Is, is Leroy still hanging out there? Is he on break or did he already leave to go to pick and save? <laughs> he hadn't left yet. He just stepped away. He's got He's something going on. He's getting the ingredients for the mac and cheese-a-thon <laughs> coming up. <laughs> well, that, that's been waiting for five years for that secret ingredient to get broadcast. I'm going to have to get a cookbook. 
Hey, I, I'm like everybody else. I want to see what Jordan Love can do. But if you're going to have nothing but twos and threes on the offensive line, I'm not going to expect much of nothing. That kid needs a chance to go with the ones in the preseason. I don't understand preseason, game one, offensive line should all be the guys that they predict are going to be the stars, at least for two quarters. They need the job because they're trying to find a new right tackle. And they have Jordan Love run around like a chicken with his head cut off because he has no protections with the two and threes. That's not going to show any evaluation on he learns the system. Let's not forget Rodgers took the years to November in his third year when he came out to the Dallas game where it actually looked like he could be a quarterback for the Packers. So, you know, that takes time. I'd like to see how Carpenter can do as the safety that they drafted mm-hmm. the big kid. See if, if, he can, if he can fill in there. Special teams? Yeah, I want to see if they're getting better under a new coach. He's supposed to be really good. That'd be really cool. But let's not blame last year's loss on special teams alone. We got Aaron Rodgers that missed a ton of wide receivers, didn't dump the ball, and all feed the ball to Devontae Adams. Same thing he did against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and what happened both games? We lost. Aaron Rodgers, when it comes time for him to play, he's going to have to learn how to hit the rest of your receivers, just like he did when when Devontae Adams was out of the game. So that's that's for the rest of the season, but. I'd like to see how the young guys do. Uh, I'm really interested in what Walker can do, if he can uh, get off the line, if they put him in a stance, or if they just free-float him out there next to Campbell, see how he can attack the ball, move left to right, cross the sidelines. I'm really anxious on that, so we'll see what happens. But I'm not expecting much. I just want to make sure everybody comes out healthy. That's the number one point that I'm looking forward to, and we'll see how it goes. But if you've got to judge Jordan Love, you got to play them with the ones. You can't play them with the twos and threes that don't know what's going on. Chris, appreciate it, man. 855-830-8648. You want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line? Just a few minutes, we'll catch up with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet. I think that was a good point that Chris brought up, though, too, that if you want to see what Jordan Love can be, you got to play him with some starters. You're going to have the starting O-line out there tonight. You're going to be able to see at least a starting O-line for week one. You know, at some point, you're going to get Jenkins back. We hope at some point you'll get Bakhtiari back. So I'm interested to see what that offensive line gives you. But watching Jordan Love tonight, I think that both callers have brought up some valid points. Gerard, I want to see the footwork from Jordan Love. Does he look antsy in the pocket? Does he look uncomfortable there? Because if he looks uncomfortable at this point, and, you know, if it's because of the line and they're playing awful, then that's one thing. But if he doesn't look comfortable back there, even if it's a solid pocket that they're giving him, then I think that's a bit of an issue. I think from what you've heard so far throughout training camp is he looks more comfortable. He looks more settled in. And if that's the case, and we see that here tonight against San Francisco, I think he can build off of that going throughout the rest of the preseason. And then it puts you in a predicament with the Packers. What do you end up doing with them? But it's a good spot to be in. I know the old phrase from... It was John Madden. If you've got two quarterbacks and you've got none, well, that's not the case when you've got two quarterbacks like this. When he says you got two quarterbacks, you got none, it's like if you've got two C level dudes, then you actually don't have any good quarterbacks. But if you've got Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Famer, still playing at a Hall of Fame level, you got Jordan Love showing that he can be a competent NFL quarterback, then I think that's a decent position to be in if you're the Green Bay Packers because. Either you're going to get something for him in the offseason when you trade him, or I don't think you would, but if you could, maybe you could trade him in the preseason now and get something in here to help you. I doubt that happens. I would give that almost like a 0% chance of happening, but there's something to consider there. Or if, you know, worst comes to worst, Aaron Rodgers is finished up and you've got your next quarterback in town already. So 
I think you can only benefit from Jordan Love looking good this preseason. Would you say that the 49ers, with their situation of a young quarterback who hasn't really had a chance to get in and get meaningful starter minutes like Lance and then the whole Garoppolo situation, would you say that they might be the personification of that Madden expression? Um, Or do you have more faith in one or the other? I mean, we're going to see a lot of I wouldn't trades say, tonight. I wouldn't say that's the case. I don't think you'll see Jimmy at all. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily the case with them. I think you're, he's talking more so. I think back to, because I, I can think of Washington examples. There was a year when they were deciding between John Beck and Rex Grossman. So I'm just, just going to let that rest with people <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. second. <laughs> that's the sort of thing. You know, I, I guess if you want to say there's a current example, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Mm, well... Okay, you had me until you brought in Baker. I'm not as down on him as I'm everyone not either. else is. I'm not either. I think Baker's a solid NFL quarterback, but I, I get where you're coming from here where there's just – I don't know that there's really a huge example of this in the current NFL the way it's right now. But, yeah, I mean, with if you have Jordan Love ball out tonight and he plays well in this preseason, nothing but good can happen for the Packers. Maybe um, the Saints – when they were in the post-Breeze era and it was Jameis Winston or a guy who is a quote-unquote quarterback but isn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a decent example. But either way, I think we are excited to see what Jordan Love gives us and to finally just break down film, break down actual football happening again. Excited about that. We'll talk with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet coming up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Here comes the money. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Welcome back to the Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer alongside Adam Roberts here in the Lakeland University studios. And now it is time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com and welcome in our guest from You Better You Bet. Check that out on the Odyssey app. Ken Barkley. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing good, Toby. How you doing? 
not too bad. You got preseason football got underway last night. Good to have football back to bet on. Yeah, 100 percent. And, uh, you know, I know the Packers have a game coming up uh, tonight at 830 against the Niners, which is kind of interesting from a betting standpoint. I think these preseason games, I don't know if you follow kind of the conversation that goes on. I think there are a lot of people there even been kind of like higher up people in like the talent space and, you know, doing television that are really surprised that people bet on preseason NFL games. And yeah. and it's the conversation always degrades into like, Oh, you like people bet on preseason. What a bunch of low life degenerates, like <laughs> terrible people. Like that's always the image that's mm-hmm. presented, right? Like that's like what's out there. And I would just, I would just provide a counter to that where if you can figure out ahead of time, even minutes before or in the moments that it is announced, who is going to play and who is not going to play, the amount of value that exists in betting preseason football is, imagine if, you know, in the regular season at, you know, when inactives are announced, which is what, 90 minutes before game time, usually for the regular season. uh, Imagine if when that happens, you found out like, well, is Aaron Rodgers going to play or not? Or like, is every quarterback in every NFL game going to play or not? Or like, who's going to play instead? So Malik Willis starting for the Titans last night, for example. If you if you could just imagine, like Sundays would be, it would be like Black Friday and the doors open at the department stores. Everybody's like running in to try to bet stuff as the information comes out. Okay, well, on a much smaller scale, that's what preseason NFL is. Lines frequently move four, five, six points one way or the other because of a, a piece of information. If you can get that information before everybody else, I mean, think of the valuable bets that could be created. So it's, I feel like these, you know, the people that bet preseason NFL are painted with that brush of just like the guy at the OTB putting in the, the 10 cent superfecta on the horse race, like down on his luck. He's got his last dollar. Give me the Packers plus two and a half against the Niners because who knows? It's actually like much more refined than that. There's actually an intelligence to it. So I'm sort of here to, to represent the preseason NFL better. It's like, I promise we are not all just the bottom of the barrel, worst of the worst kind of people that are out there. Well, and if you really want to make some money in the preseason, you just always got to bet the Ravens. Right, clearly. Well, I mean, it just uh, – and I, we did this on our show yesterday on You Better, You Bet. We talked about this game. Because if you, when you look at some of the games the Ravens have played in the preseason, like on a sheet of paper, like who's going to play quarterback for each side, and then you look at the point spread, there's there's almost always a compelling argument for the opposite side. Because it's like, okay, like Tyler Huntley's like really good backup quarterback, started a play, you know, played in a playoff game, started multiple regular season games last year. But like beyond that, you put kind of what they're rolling with against, you know, Malik Willis and Logan Woodside for the Titans, who are not starters, but who are like, really good preseason quarterbacks. Tennessee took a ton of money yesterday. Like they, that game opened Ravens four and a half because they cover every game. And the t- all that happened was the Titans got bet. That's the only thing that <laughs> happened. And one of the reasons for that is like, I think it's really tough for like a smart NFL better to quantify something like the Ravens just cover every preseason game and they play the greatest preseason brand of football imaginable. Like they care so much. That's usually stuff that that betters, smart betters, like to disregard. Oh, like they care a lot. What, like everybody else doesn't care? Or, oh, they're motivated. Everybody else is motivated too. And yet for whatever reason, the Ravens have won 21 straight preseason games, and they've covered like 18 of those. I mean, it's one of the most, from a gambling standpoint, historically it is not significant. But from a gambling standpoint, <laughs> it is one of the most significant street, it's like things I think I've ever seen because there's like not really an explanation for it. Everyone's fighting for jobs on both teams. It's backup quarterback for almost the entire second half. How do they keep doing this? <laughs> it's just, it sort of defies 
mathematical logic, which is why I think you still see, even last night, they'd won 20 in a row. You saw people bet the opposite side of that game. Smart bettors, people who move the number, bet the Titans, and obviously were wrong. I mean, just, it's really kind of a remarkable setup. Well, and you think at some point it's got to end. It's a preseason. They're not playing their dudes. It's not like Lamar Jackson's trotting out there, and yet they still find a way to win. It's remarkable because, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Did you watch the game last night? It's okay. Or just probably maybe saw some highlights. Yeah, I, I just saw a little highlights. For the most part. Yeah, so it's just the remarkable thing to me is, and it, this is true in regular season football, obviously, too, takeaways are such high win probability swinging plays, right? Like you get a takeaway on your side, your chances of winning the game go up a ton. If you, if your quarterback throws an interception, your chances go down a ton. That's pretty intuitive. I think for people, but like as a single play, it's like one of the most kind of traumatic plays that you can have that'll upset who's going to win a game. And the Ravens get these like three times tipped interceptions and just like all <laughs> these types of things where I just go like Malik Willis misses a wide open trail on Burks for like a 90 yard touchdown early on. And it's just like, these are the kinds of things that are happening, but yet they're happening 20 games in a row, 21 games in a row. Like, obviously, there's something the Ravens are doing, competent coaching probably, that, that accounts for some of that. But then you watch some of the individual plays, you just go, I can't believe this is happening again. <laughs> like, and betters can't believe it either. I mean, usually a team's on a streak like that. You're not going to see the, the market move hard the opposite way when something like that is happening, right? A, a baseball team wins 10 games in a row. You're not going to see the market just bet the opponent into oblivion against them a lot of the time because there's usually a reason why they're playing really well. And yet with the Ravens, it's the exact opposite. People were lining up to bet against them in a situation where they haven't lost in like six years. Talking with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet here on the Wendy's Big Show. Looking at the rest of the week one slate of the preseason here, anything that you like? <laughs> there, there are a couple things. <laughs> this is just like, I. it's like funny to say these things out loud, honestly. It's like actually just, to be like, oh, you know, like, you know what I love? The under in Arizona Cincinnati, because like, <laughs> listen to these quarterback depth charts. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, so Arizona Cincinnati is interesting. Joe Burrow is not playing. Uh, a Ball State rookie quarterback named Drew Plitt is very likely to play a lot of the second half of that game. I don't expect anybody to have heard of him. Uh, the depth chart for Cincinnati's quarterbacks after Burrow, Burrow not playing because of the appendectomy, obviously, may not have played in the game anyway, but it definitely isn't playing because of the appendectomy. Um, their depth chart is particularly poor. Arizona, not only are they not playing Kyler Murray, um, who's probably not playing Call of Duty, probably maybe a double experience weekend <laughs> or something, uh, Colt McCoy their backup quarterback also not going to play in the game. So you're getting into like third and fourth stringers. No, the market for this game, the total has dropped about a point, but it's still 31. And I actually think the first digit might need to be a two with the type of quarterback play we're going to get. It's the third lowest total on the board for the weekend. It might need to be the lowest um, aside from the Rams game. So that's, that's one game that stands out. And then I'm actually curious. I kind of want to ask you about, I don't have a bet on Packers Niners, but it seems like, the handicap of the game basically boils down to, because Lance is going to play, mm -hmm. whatever, two, two plays or something. He's not going to play very much. And the 49ers depth charter quarterback isn't great. Kind of just seems like, do you, do you think Jordan Love's going to play well or not? And if you do, then that would make you want to bet the Packers. They're an underdog in the game. They're plus two and a half. And if you don't, if you think Jordan Love is not going to play well or you don't believe him as a quarterback, then you would bet the Niners. Like, what is this, what it, you know, multiple years later after the draft, what is like the consensus opinion about how how he might play in that game? Yeah, so I mean, I I think it's an it's one thing we've been talking about leading up to here too is well, how's he going to play? But all the reports so far have been that he's taken huge strides. He's looking more confident. He's looking like a guy that's taken some pointers from Aaron Rodgers and someone that they a lot of Packers fans are pretty confident just from the bits and pieces we've heard from training camp that he could be something that. If something were to happen, he could step in there and be a competent quarterback and 
we don't know what's going to happen with the future, obviously, with Rodgers and everything. But if everything shook out and they could just sign him up right now, he'd be the heir apparent. So I think a lot of people are pretty confident he's going to come out here, play an extended amount of time. Uh, you know, we work with Leroy Butler here. He expects him to play three quarters tonight or hopes he plays at least three quarters tonight. And we've been saying, like, who cares about Danny Etling? It's about Jordan Love. So let's go. <laughs> let's get him out there and play because we haven't seen him for an extended period of time. So if he plays the whole game, that's fine by me, too. And I think that you're going to see him take a big step forward. It's just I question what around him is going to give him the ability to do that. But then again, it's not like, like you said, is Trey Lance going to play a whole lot? I, I don't know that he will. And if that's the case, I'll take a guy that was a first-round pick and Jordan Love being a, a competent enough quarterback to give you some points. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. First of all, you, you echo the rest of America there. Who, who cares about Danny Atling outside of like the Atling <laughs> family, probably something like that. But, you know, Kyle Shanahan's already, that's why this game's interesting. I, I kind of agree with you and Leroy, honestly. Obviously, he would know better than me. But I you know, Kyle Shanahan's basically come out and said Trey Lance is going to play very much. Um, maybe get a couple series, whatever. Not like a dominant amount of snaps. Obviously, Garoppolo's never taking a snap for the Niners ever again. Unless, I guess, like Lance got hurt. And then they're like, actually, Jimmy, welcome back. We need you. Um, but the, the two quarterbacks that are going to play for the Niners, Nate Sudfeld, who was literally inserted into a regular season game to lose it for the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, like, was inserted into the game because it gave the Eagles the best chance to lose to Washington and get a better draft pick. Hey, and ended up being and I, I appreciated so, right. that. Right. <laughs> As a Washington fan myself, Ken, I know I work out here. I appreciated that. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you're welcome on behalf of Philadelphia, I guess, or Doug Peterson, who's now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Sudfeld's going to play a ton. He's brutal. I mean, so I, I, there are very few quarterbacks that are the answer to the question, who would we put in to lose a game? He would be one of them. And then Brock Purdy, who obviously like sort of gained a lot of stardom at Iowa State, Brocktober. It's also the month mm. of August for people who like that joke. So it's Brock Purdy's going to play a ton of the game anyway, too. Like this is a brutal collection of preseason quarterbacks. If you think Jordan Love is anything, the Packers are getting points. I mean, it's just you're getting two and a half against Nate Sudfeld and Brock Purdy. If you think Jordan Lowe's going to play three quarters, and you think he's made strides in camp, I think you got to think about that in the Packers. They're a dog in the game. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Well, one more question for you here. Let's transition over to baseball, looking at some futures and awards. Do you think, from what I've seen so far, Justin Verlander is favored in the AL Cy Young, but you have Dylan Cease on this crazy streak, something that hasn't been done in, what, over 100 years with the amount of runs he's only given up one in what, like 14 starts or something like that. It, any chance he catches him and then looking at the NL MVP, is it just going to be Paul Goldschmidt winning that? So I think what you have right now is two guys, Verlander and Goldschmidt who are definitely like more than half of the time going to win. Like they're likely to win, right? It's not, we don't want to say anything more than that, but they're both favorite in the market. They both have extremely strong statistical resumes up to this point. Um, I like Verlander still to win AL Cy Young. The thing with Cease, yes, he's on this like remarkable streak, and his odds have plummeted as a result of that, also because Shane McClanahan hasn't pitched very well. But the thing with Cease is he would actually break a mold historically. The, he walks a ton of guys, and whip, which is for people who don't know, walks plus hits per innings pitched, basically just like how many base runners you give up. He's like 20th in the AL in that statistic. Obviously, all the other contenders are top three in everything, and he's brutal in that stat. No one's ever won the Cy Young, at least in like modern baseball history, walking batters at that clip. And it's continued the entire season, as good as he's been. So can he win? Sure. But he has kind of like an obvious 
like red mark basically on his resume. So I, I don't really like him as much to beat Verlander. I still think Goldschmidt's really vulnerable. He's been awesome, but his lead is actually not that significant over a lot of guys. Austin Riley, Nolan Arenado, his own teammate, who I know has come out and said like Goldschmidt should win, but I still think has like a really good case. Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers. There's like a bunch of guys who are just right behind Goldschmidt and there's 50 games left. So I think of the two, I actually think Goldschmidt is much more vulnerable because there's more contenders that can go and beat him. Real quick, last one here. Uh, I know I said the last one was last one, but what are the chances? <laughs> who do you have winning the NL Central? Do you have the Cardinals or do you have the Brewers? I'm going to just... <laughs> What did the Brewers do at the trade deadline? I know you got you probably got a million calls about that. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> we're, yeah. we're still complaining about it, yeah. Yeah, it's the market's basically even right now. Cardinals are a slight favorite to win the NL Central. I know the Fangraphs projections are really close. I don't have a bet on the division. I'll just I'll say the Cardinals right now. Basically, I think it could still end up being close. Ken, appreciate the time, man. No problem, Toby. Thanks a lot. You heard from Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet. You can follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. He joined us. On the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Wisconsin Wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer alongside Adam Roberts. The two princes of this show. (laughs) Yeah. Leroy Butler will be back here in just a little bit. He'll join us back in the third hour as we talk about the Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. Three-game set tonight, starting tonight. I'm excited for that series. But I think a lot of people are just going to watch the Packers game, and then they'll dial back in tomorrow, which Corbin Burns is back out on the uh, mound for the crew tomorrow. So I guess that's not a bad time to tune in and watch the Brewers when Corbin Burns is on the mound. Talking about Wendy's, you can get yourself hot and crispy fries. Wendy's knows everyone hates cold and soggy fries. That's why Wendy's serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut, skin on potatoes, fried to golden perfection, and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt, just the way they should be. Plus, they're not like other fries. They're not going to be hot one second, then cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time. So make sure you check out Wendy's hot and crispy fries today. Which players are you keeping an eye on tonight against the 49ers? I think the easy one, Adam, I think, you know, we can try and break it all down and we can look all over the place and we can go through the entire 90-man roster during training camp and we can try and dig deep and find the guy that no one's talking about this guy. This is who I'm watching tonight. We don't have to be the smartest dude in the room. Jordan Love. That's the dude we're watching tonight. Jordan Love. Yeah, that's the one everyone is watching, although I am happy Gerard in Delaware did mention Coco because the long snapper will be one where, you know, obviously we're going to be seeing Jordan Love every single offensive play. You only long snap so many times during a game, but every time that long snapper comes up, we're going to be hearing about it. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to just see all these guys. I want to see Romeo Dobbs. We've heard all this hype. Let's see it on the field now. I'm excited. I can't wait. We can actually talk about Packers football now. Then we're going to take a break from Packers football here in the, on the Wendy's Big Show. In the third hour, going to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. Half game back of the cards, and they got a three-game set out in St. Louis starting tonight. We'll talk with Katie Wu from The Athletic as well. Whew. 
Big day for Wisconsin sports here. We're talking about it on the Wendy's Big Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That's Adam Roberts. Adam, hour three comes up next. <laughs> You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 